Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. It is Monday. We are alive. We're breathing. We got air in our lungs. It's a good day today. I'm glad I'm spending it with you. Actually, that's a lie. I'd rather be at home, asleep, having sex, doing something else, anything but but you you fuckers. Oh my god, you 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 take so much out of me. I'm totally kidding. I am kidding. I was only kidding. Uh, good morning, y'all. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for being here with me today on Monday. Josh is out of the studio today. Uh, he's taking care of some personal business, so you got yours truly. Just me. That's it. I hope that's enough for you. I fail so many people in my life. I hope I don't fail you. My parents already don't talk to me. I just loveless relationships. You just No, I'm totally kidding. Man, this started like really like a sympathy podcast. I apologize. I got to I gotta be more upbeat for a Monday. Oh, my God. No, great weekend. Great weekend this weekend. Uh, just a lot of time um, decorating for fall. That's right. Yeah, I'm a basic bro bitch. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I spent some time in Hobby Lobby this weekend and did some shopping for fall so I could decorate the house, put some pumpkins out. Yeah, that's right. I'm domesticated as fuck now. That's just the way it works, you know? I'm not ashamed. I even strolled through those illustrious golden aisles of basic bitches with a pumpkin spice latte in my hand. I'm not ashamed to admit this, folks. I'm comfortable in my sexuality. It's perfectly fine to accept the fact that it's, you know, here's the deal with most guys. They will not admit it's fun to, like, make your house look good. Because dudes, by and large, normally we don't care. It's not something that we go out of our way to do. We don't really give a fuck about it. As long as there's a place to piss, shit, sleep, jerk off, and fuck, that's really it. But I won't lie. When somebody comes along that takes interest, it's like, no, we're going to decorate because I want to make this a home. Yeah, that's exciting to me. I like that. I think most dudes do like that. Because it's kind of like the home that you've created and provided, the person you're with wants to decorate it. I love that. So judge me all you want. I don't care. It was a great time. So, and by the way, those decorations are expensive as fuck. What the, what the hell's going on? I get inflation. I get all this stuff, but $50 for a wreath of dead leaves. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Hobby Lobby? Like, what the hell? What is this? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, better. This isn't right. Our forefathers didn't die for you to overcharge on fake leaves for fall. So I can be a basic bro. That's not why they did it. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You should. <laughs> Good morning, folks. It is Monday here at Shellshock CBD HQ out of Richardson, Texas. Man, it feels amazing here in Texas today. I mean, this last weekend has just been phenomenal. This is like California weather, minus the annoying-ass fucking liberals. It's just been beautiful. I want to say like mid to low 80s. And uh, if you're anything, if you've lived in Texas, you know this is like almost damn near jacket weather. It feels incredible. So... All weekend, took the bike out, replaced the front pegs on the bike, put some little uh, floorboard styled uh, on the highway bars. I got some upgrades coming to the bike because this is like the perfect. I took the bike into work today. Perfect riding weather. Just perfect. But uh, hopefully you're out there enjoying this weather. You know, it's a great time. Great time unless you're in Florida, which it sucks. Hopefully you're enjoying the better weather now. We'll get some stories on that we're going to get to. But uh, anyway, as you know, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. That's right. If you have trouble sleeping, we can help you out. No, you will not fail a drug test. You have my personal guarantee. And every package of gummies comes with a money-back guarantee. If you didn't know that, scroll to the bottom of the website. It says refund policy. Folks, I am so confident and our rack out gummies being able to not only make you fall asleep, but stay asleep. I'm offering you a money back guarantee. Guarantee. We'll do, we'll do the Italian thing. 
I'm going to make you a fucking offer, all right? Now listen, listen, you little pricks. It's a great fucking offer. 45 bucks for some fucking gummies that'll put you to sleep. What do you got to lose? Really, what do you got to lose? You want some good sleep? You tired of Hillary, like, running through your fucking nightmares, having sex with Pelosi? I get it. I'm freaking the fuck out, too. Well, let us, let us help you sleep, all right? At shellshockcbd.com with the rack out gummies. Mm. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. We're still streaming on YouTube, I see. All the YouTube family over there. I'm surprised because if we get banned so quickly, the YouTube channel's still up. We got like, what, 100-something people over on YouTube watching. Nothing but love to our YouTube fam. Come to Rumble. Come to Rumble. Come over here. It's so much better, folks. It's just, I, I get comments. I get new, uh, by the way, if you want to leave a review on the podcast, that helps out a lot for those that don't know on iTunes. But no, I've been reading some of the reviews and getting DMs from people saying that the John Burke Uncensored is just so much better because now I'm not worried about getting banned from YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. I already am. Fuck them. Now we can actually say what we really want to talk about. We can discuss the issues that are prominent in our country that I think a lot of heterosexual white Christians aren't so much as afraid to talk about. It's that they can't because the big tech overlords will silence. They will censor. You cannot bring anything to the table that uh, contradicts the, the political narrative of leftist MSM. So it's been nice. I won't even lie about that. And the viewership has grown. I want to give a big thank you to everybody that's sharing this podcast. Sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Josh and I are so taken back with how the numbers are growing. You're telling people about it. Uh, we have a good time doing this podcast. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously most of the time, but honestly, dude, thank you guys so much. All right, I'm going to stop sucking dick and let's get into it. Into the news. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. You know, it never fails. This is never fails. <laughs> it seems like when Democrats have their guard down, when they are starting to feel comfortable, they really let the racism show. I mean, we look at Biden. Hey, man, you're not black unless you vote for me. Well, let's extrapolate on that. You're not black unless you eat fried chicken. You're not black unless you eat watermelon. This is how rich white liberals see minorities. Let's not even sugarcoat this. And a lot of which minorities bring on themselves. Let's not even act like you're not victims or that you are victim. Let's just not even pretend. A lot of these stereotypes exist from a kernel of truth. I'm not even going to play that stupid fucking game. I'm not even going to play it. I hate people that do that. Stereotypes are so... No, they're not. Stereotypes come from an, an, a kernel of truth. Granted, not everybody fits those stereotypes. But it, come on, let's, let's be real here. Anyway, you see white Democrats really let the racism show. When Biden talks about how black people are too stupid to use the internet, or maybe they're too poor to have internet access, or just these, these natural assumptions, just assuming that every black person in America primarily comprises the lower economic poverty rate, or you get where I'm going. Are you kidding me? This is what Democrats think of black people, folks. Wake up. Wait, like seriously, wake the fuck up. If you're black and a liberal, you've got to see this by now. Do you not understand why Republicans are sitting here saying, guys, we're not racist, but we certainly don't want the government supporting you in everything you do. Because if you want to come out of that lower economic poverty class, it's not through the government. They're not going to be there to do it. They're going to keep, they're going to give you just enough. All the government is, is a fiscal drug dealer, a government subsidy drug dealer. They're going to keep the minorities poor, give you just enough, give you just enough. And it's not just enough to barely survive. It's just enough to go above what, like, a basic employee would make. 
It's not like they're keeping you so poor. They're giving you more than you actually need. That's why they're keeping these minorities on these government programs. Think about this, folks. Like, really think about this. Say, like, you were a minority in America, and you're on a government subsidy. We'll just say welfare, or we'll just say Section 8 for whatever reason. Okay? You do know that if you get a job, they cut some of those benefits. So if I was making more working part-time or full-time at basic wage, I would do that because I'd be making more money versus being on government subsidy programs. But in fact, it's switched. You're making more on government subsidy programs versus working a normal 40-hour week at just basic minimum wage. And that's a stretch, folks. That is a stretch. So you explain to me why you think Republicans are racist when we're sitting here saying you need to get off the government tet because until you do, they will intentionally give you just enough. And folks, you're never going to go above it. This is what minorities need to realize. That as much as the government's given you, that's cap. That's cap. You're never going to make any more. So if you're satisfied with whatever it is that you're, you think you're making, be my guest. And that's why the government gets you. Because they know, it's like, oh, that, 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 uh, roll the dice. Do I think I can make more than maybe four or five grand a month? Ooh, I don't know if I want to roll those dice. And they got you where they want you, folks. Y'all need to wake up. I'm just saying. I am just saying. You explain to me. You want, you want John Burke Uncensored? Let's talk John Burke Uncensored. Where I lived in Plano, Texas. I bought a $275,000 house. About roughly 2,000 square feet. Three bedroom, two bath, two stories. Built in like, uh, I forget what it was. It's a recent. In that very same neighborhood, in that very same neighborhood across the street from me, two houses appraisal, roughly over 300,000 went to two Section 8 families with about five kids each. You explain to me, explain to me how me busting my ass to afford a house like that. And again, this is before inflation really hit. This is under Trump. You explain to me how somebody on Section 8 gets put into a housing area that nice. Come on, folks. These are Democrat policies. And if Republicans had any balls, they would try cutting them. But they know that the minority class would turn on them in a heartbeat. But it's just one of those things that they would turn on you, but it's for their own good. It's to get them off that government tit to say, no, you're out of the nest. Go fly. And there's white people too in this. Let's not even, let's not even sugarcoat this. This is all people on these government programs. The government does not want you off of them. Now, please don't take me out of context here. If you are physically incapable of working, yes, this is for you. A hundred percent. Dudes with such severe PTSD, they can't go out in public. This is for you. I get it. I think as a society, we do have some form of, of responsibility to those in our society that are physically unable to work. I can understand that. I understand it's a bit socialist. I get it. I understand that. But if I had the choice of a pragmatic choice between A or B, I'm going with A. I'd rather support those that physically cannot work, mentally handicapped, blind, you know, things that, well, even blind people find jobs these days and deaf people for that matter. But you, you get where I'm going on this. But anyway, to the, the crux of the point that I'm trying to make here, Nancy Pelosi over there, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this. I, I hope you have. Nancy Pelosi takes heat for claiming Florida needs illegal immigrants to pick crops. Folks, I'm not playing on this. And Democrats, you know, you know a Democrat politician like Pelosi or anybody else really fucked up 
when MSM knows it's a big deal and they ain't saying a fucking word. Not a fucking word, you said. She's racist and you say nothing. Minorities, take back your party. Am I wrong? Like, am I wrong on this? So for context of the point that I'm trying to make, Nancy Pelosi basically goes on this press briefing and she's getting just as bad as Biden these days, I think. And she's just smacking her lip. It's like the Crip Keeper. Like, ugh. And she sits there and she says, well, Florida's having reports that they need workers. Farmers are saying they need these immigrants to come pick the crops. And I'm sitting here going, are you fucking kidding me? Did she just say this? Now, here's the duality of the point that I want to make. Is she right? Yeah, she's right. Let's not even, come on, folks. We don't have Mexican lawyers crossing the border. I say, Jose, I certainly hope they need a good, uh, you know, uh, DUI attorney. I'll delay muchachos. <laughs> they, 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 no, come on. Let's be real here. Now, I'm not saying they don't exist. But those are the types of you'll pick crops, majority of which these people come from very poor ethnic back or economic backgrounds. They have very, very low um, education levels. So they are prone to doing manual labor jobs. Let's not even joke about this. But the fact that I acknowledge this pisses off so many people on the left. Well, Nancy Pelosi basically just kind of agreed with that in a sense. But it's one of those things that you just don't say if you're a liberal. It's that wink, wink, nod, nod thing, right? No, immigrants come over here and they have so much to offer. The illegal ones. I'm talking about crossing at the border. They come from, and get, this isn't me hating on humanity. This is me just acknowledging a common factoid that we've seen. Amazing bricklayers. Like these are tradesmen, honestly, that are crossing these borders. These are trades for, by and large, are a lot of tradesmen. And when I say tradesmen, I mean like pork carpenters, shit like that. Mechanics. But a lot of them, Quite, quite honestly, don't have any kind of skills too. So they go towards the manual labor jobs and that's when a lot of them learn a skill or a trade. I mean, if you really want to talk about like a college education versus the best way to make a living, look at the illegal immigrants coming over here that are doing these manual labor jobs that are actually picking up trades and making buku fucking dollars. Oh yes, they do. You know what they were making out when I was pulling offshore oil rig wires? The illegal immigrants, illegal Mexicans, they were making fucking bank. They were doing pretty good. They were sending it back to Mexico, living like kings. But Nancy Pelosi says this, and leftist media doesn't say a fucking word. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Friday spoke about illegal immigrants and claimed Florida farmers needed them to pick crops, but her remarks drew much criticism. Well, who's going to pick the cotton, Jim? Damn it, Lincoln, who's going to pick the cotton? You just freed the blacks. Now what are we going to do? Ugh. Which, by the way, it was like a single percentile of rich white folks that actually owned slaves, for those that didn't know that. The more you know. When all like contemporary black people today in America is like, we want reparations. Like, chances are you actually, your family probably weren't slaves. Chances are. But we can't talk about that because every black person is a descendant of slave owners or people that were slaves. I'm sure if we went back further in white people's history, you could, you could find similar situations. But we, we don't talk about that. Sorry, but, but, you, but you can't talk about that. Ooh, ooh. You like John Burke Uncensored? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You like it Uncensored, don't you? You naughty, naughty thing listening to this. It's okay. It's okay to be turned on. I'm turned on listening to it. 
I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, speaking during a press conference, she did know that the U.S. needed to secure the border, according to the New York Post. Folks, even Democrats are acknowledging this. When Democrats are acknowledging a right-leaning talking point, and, you know, securing the border shouldn't even be classified as a right-leaning talking point, because even independents that are centrist right are in agreement of saying, yes, you do need to secure the border. Even libertarians, like, real, I, oh, I hate saying this, real libertarians, they're, you know, you got to secure the border. Without a border, you're not, you have no sovereignty. It's the truth. So when you see Democrats acknowledge this, and I like how it's just subtly done, folks. Note, note how this is subtly done. This isn't like one of those, like when a Democrat admits they're, or when the DNC admits they're wrong, they do it very, very subtly if you can't pick up on it. Because what they do is, they apologize as a whisper. Hey, maybe we should secure the border. Hey, maybe we, we shouldn't defund the police. And then as you go, that whisper turns into a little bit of a louder voice and then a louder voice. And before you know it, you've got Saki doing a White House press briefing saying that the fund, the police was a Republican movement. And you're sitting there left going, what the fuck did you just say? I can just, I can just imagine like being in a nice suit. Like, what the fuck did you just say? The fuck does bitch just say? You, you mean to fucking tell me? You, you're trying to tell me to my fucking face that you think... The defund the police was a right-leaning talking point. Are you fucking kidding me with this? This fucking bitch, I swear to God. I swear, I don't know who the fuck she is. It's the truth. It's the truth, folks. This is what Democrats do. Pelosi's starting it right here. Why do you think she says that? We needed to secure the border. Now, this isn't some grand announcement, but you watch. Watch how more of them start coming out and saying this. Just subtle. Again, starts as a whisper, and before you know it, they're going to be echoing the same talking point of the right. Maybe not as loud, but they will. She's already doing it. Biden himself, we talked about this prior to 2020, said, come on, the border's open. Well, Joe, you got what you wanted. Now they're coming across in record fucking numbers. Crime is spiking through all these blue cities. America's on fire, folks. America is on fire. We are not in a good space. Do not, do not get it twisted. Our economy is not growing. It can't grow. I've told you before in previous episodes, I can't even go out and buy another house right now so I can rent it out. And then what do I do? I take that money, I buy another house. And what do I do with the profits? I spend it on local economy stuff. This is the layman's version of this economic issue that we're in. And that's just real estate investment, which usually by and large is solid advice. I can't even do that right now because a common house that I want to look at like renting out to a common family, probably middle-class America, right now they're wanting over half a million dollars for it here in Texas. Now, I know maybe you don't have any kind of grasp of what the value is here in Texas compared to like states like New York, but half a million dollars in Texas gets you a fucking mansion. Up in New York, it gets you like what, a townhouse? Not a lot. That's why people sell their shit up in New York and come to Texas and they, they live pretty good. It's the truth. This is Biden's economy. We can't grow. Uh, well, they tried coming after DeSantis, folks. We saw this. I mean, come on. You, you fucking Ray Charles could have seen this shit coming. As soon as Hurricane Ian hits towards Florida, you know Democrats are going to politicize the shit out of it. The common denominators, if it's weather-related, they're pushing climate change. If it's hitting a, or a red state, they're saying that Florida or that governor is not sufficient at responding, yada, yada, yada. 
DeSantis is killing it right here. He's doing a great job. I, I will say I am very impressed with Ron DeSantis. I am. And I don't like getting my hopes up. I hate saying that because, again, we've seen this time and time again where a new candidate comes in and they make all these promises. And before you know it, it's like they're a fucking sellout. By the way, that Junior Majewski out of Ohio, he still hasn't made a statement from last I checked. DM'd me. We had a conversation. I won't talk about what we actually said. He still hasn't made a statement, dude. Like, what are you waiting for? You know, the longer you wait, the worse this looks. And again, that's why I told him that conversation. Actions, not words. Because he's like, I, I need, I'm going to make a statement. I'm going to address this. I was like, actions, not words, dude. The military meme community is going to keep coming after you. Acknowledge your stolen valor. And honestly, at this point, dude, just drop out of the race. You, you've sat on this long enough. You're trying to freaking let this blow over now. It ain't blowing over, man. You, you, you fucked up. You fucked up royally. And whoever you hired to run your PR, you need to fire them. They give you the worst advice possible. Jesus. Anyway, power restored for over 2 million in Governor DeSantis' Florida. Uh, Linemen have reportedly restored power for roughly 2 million customers in Governor Ron DeSantis' Florida in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian last week, the governor said on Sunday. That's quick. Now, remember the last show we talked about, we saw the, um, the photo images of the power truck standing by like convoy, rows after rows, just ready to go. I was like, dude, I love seeing that. Granted, horrible situation, but I love seeing Americans getting ready to support Americans. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. That's the indomitable spirit of America right there. Guys are just standing by like rough men, ready to go in there and face the elements, face the, the shitty weather, the poor sleeping conditions, probably shitty food to go in there and help fellow Americans. That, that I love fucking seeing. That's America coming together. But then you try and take that with MSM and you rip it apart. You try and tear it down because you people are so insufferable. You're miserable inside. Lyman have reportedly restored power for roughly 2 million customers. Blah, blah, blah. The power storm rocks Florida's west coast as Category 4 storm, moving its way across central Florida and exiting off the coast. It strengthened back into a hurricane after being downgraded to a tropical storm and smashed the South Carolina coast last week, making a second U.S. landfall. Um, prior to the storm, DeSantis assured that tens of thousands of linemen were ready to restore power when the inevitable occurred in the Sunshine State. Hurricane Ian Ian is making landfall now. Florida's ready to respond. We have fleets of highway vehicles, 42,000 linemen, 7,000 National Guard, and 179 aircraft prepared to help, he said on Wednesday, providing updates on crews ready to respond. Damn. Fucking damn. That's what I'm talking about. I love seeing that. DeSantis is out there shaking hands. You see these people ready to go. I love seeing that. Oh, hey, Ryan Fournier got tweeted in this article. Uh, Fournier. Damn it, I always get his name wrong. This is incredible. 42,000. Yeah, I saw when he shared this one. Yep. It's true. Look at that. You see all these trucks lined up ready to go. That's badass to say. But, you know, during this Hurricane Ian fiasco, this article crossed my desk. Well, my feed, rather. My feed is my desk. My desk is my feed. Uh, that's the way it works. When I say my desk, I should say uh, my Instagram or my Facebook feed or some shit like that because realistically, that's my cyber desk. That's where I'm there looking over articles to get ready for the next show and stuff like that. And keeping abreast, that's right, I said abreast, of the situations of what's going on in the world. No, I want chicken. Either way. Um, well, when Ian hit, 
there've been a lot of rescues going on. That's when the Coast Guard really comes out and shines. Now, I know in the military, we give the Coast Guard a lot of shit. That's just the way it works. It's like, ah, you're the fucking Coast Guard. Yeah, does the Coast Guard pull their weight? When it comes to, when it comes to times like this, yes, they really do. The Coast Guard gets out there and they kick ass. They do a very good job. Um, well, it's interesting. This article comes across my desk and this is just shows the hypocrisy of what this administration is really about. Biden thanks Coast Guard rescue swimmer he's kicking out over vaccine mandate. Folks, this is real. This is real. (laughs) This is a real article. It's a real situation. The very same people. And folks, you remember a few shows ago when we had the one guy write in asking me to tell his son not to join the Marines? I never thought I'd ever hear these words coming out of John Burke's mouth. Again, 13-year Army veteran, was a drill sergeant time in Iraq and Afghanistan. I never thought I would hear myself uttering those words of don't join. Don't do it. This administration is not worth serving. There's nothing respectable or honorable. And I know saying that about any administration is a real stretch. Let's not even kid ourselves on that. But I'm telling you, this is by far the worst administration I have ever seen. And your life is not worth what they're asking. You're worth more. You're worth way more. Do not waste your life serving this corrupt administration. Anyway, the reason I say this is the guy's son said he's not going to join. He's going to go do something else. So I thought that was a win for freedom. Isn't it, isn't it a backwards world, folks? Isn't that such a backwards world where I'm sitting here saying, don't join the military if you're a patriot? Isn't it such a backwards fucking world? Never in my life did I think I would ever hear myself say something like this. I love the military. I respect the people that served, but still, even still, when you have a president that is kicking people out because of a vaccine, why are you wanting to enlist? Case in point, this swimmer goes out there, puts his life on the line, and what does he get? You know, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go out on a limb. When this guy is actually like rappelling down to rescue this family and their cute little puppy trapped on top, on top of a roof and there's water just coming up, you know, the rain's still coming down a little bit and these, you know, these swimmers, are, they're ready to go. Chopper pilots are freaking trying to maintain a steady, steady platform in that bird while those winds and gusts are just pushing it everywhere. And that guy is just dropping slowly down as that wind is just spinning him and rocking him back and forth. And he's enduring these elements and this fear because his, God, his, his goal is to get to that family and get him in that bird and get him to safety. That's a lot of dangerous factors, folks. It's a lot of dangerous factors. If you've ever been in a helicopter, you know how flimsy those fucking things are. Now throw in some hard elements like wind and rain. Now, it really scares the shit out of you, right? I'm willing to bet my left nut, folks. I am willing to bet my left nut that while that man descends, man, I want to see how many women are actually doing this job. I'm not saying they don't, but I would love to see how many women compared to men. Again, there are more women than men in this country. So when we say that a job is not diverse regarding gender, gender also being sex, I know people don't like hearing that, but I don't fucking care. Then my question is, why is that? Now, again, do I hate women that don't? No, of course not. I'm just trying to prove a point to our leftist friends that are feminists, that they just don't know what they're talking about. They want to crucify men so much. But in all those road crews ready to go into Florida, I guarantee 99% of those crews were men. Just saying. We ready to have that conversation? Sorry about the sniff. All right. 
So as this guy is descending down to get to this family, I'm willing to bet my left nut that never has he come across anyone that the first thing they asked was, excuse me, sir, are you vaccinated? Fuck no, they're not going to say that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And if they did say that, I would just say, go, get me out of here. They deserve to die for being that stupid. This is just Darwinism, nature's way of weeding out the idiots. Let them die. They don't ask that, folks. They just care about getting rescued. They care about staying alive. This scamdemic needs to fucking end. Even the president himself admitted it. Then the White House backed off. They're like, oh, no, it's not true. We got more money to make off of you fucking simps. You see that video I posted about that Canadian actress? I don't know if you've seen this or not. I want want to play this for you, folks. I don't know if I played it for you already, but you need to hear this. You want to talk about the levels. The levels of insanity. Let me see if I can get this going. To make. um... Okay. Before we hear this video, she's a Canadian actress. She's a Canadian actress who got the vaccine and now half of her face is paralyzed. Listen, listen what she says. Make, um, and it's kind of hard to make because as I'm watching myself, I see um, what I'm going to say, which is I have been diagnosed with Bell's palsy, which is paralysis on one side of the face. For me, it's uh, this side here, the left, obviously. Um, so I got it about two weeks after getting my vaccine and I had a rough go with the vaccine um, and I guess still am, but I have to say that I would do it again because it's what we have to do to see people. So um, I don't know why I'm making this video, but here's my words. You know why you're making the video. You're making the video because you're unhappy. You know damn well why you're making the video. Because you don't want to acknowledge to yourself that you were lied to by the government that you trusted and that you stood up and defended. Your ego is coming way before anything else. You still, even in the aftermath, and you are left with half of your face paralyzed and your life forever changed, your career over, you're never going to work in Hollywood again. Half of your face is fucking paralyzed. And yet you still stand there in utter defiance because of your fucking ego. You will refuse to admit and acknowledge that you were wrong. You were lied to and you defended a bunch of just charlatans, really. But will you admit that you were wrong? Fuck no, you won't. Instead, you double down. Did you hear what she said, folks? I'd, I'd do it again. I know you don't want to hear this, but it's going to sting to hear. Your sacrifice meant nothing. You voluntarily made a sacrifice that nobody really needed, and you don't like hearing that. Fuck, I don't like hearing that about joining the military back because of 9-11. But it's the truth. We have to acknowledge certain things. We didn't fight a global war for freedom. We were fucking lied to. Some of us, it just took longer to kind of see the big picture. I'm one of them. I'm not exactly the sharpest crayon in the chandelier. 
Well, come on, man. I know how she feels. Well, not really, but you know where I'm going with that. I'm such a dick. I don't care. But I get the gist of what she's feeling. But the fact that she's doubling down at this point, like, what do you expect, lady? What do you want, sympathy from everybody? You, you stepped up and you bad for this vaccine. You begged for it. And common sense would have told you, wait a minute, there are no long-term clinical trials on this. Why are they pushing this so hard? Who stands to benefit? Where's the money going? And you didn't ask any questions because you did it in a sense of leftist brand patriotism. You bought into the narrative. You, you sit there and you claim that the opposing political side is in the box, thinkers, they have no independent thought, yada, yada, yada. And yet you people fell into line like fucking sheep, throwing away your constitutional rights for the little bit of fake safety the government offered you, which in reality now you see was a fucking scam and a lie. And you feel stupid, you feel used, and you should. The government just treated you like a $3 hooker, fucked you, nutted in you, and walked out the door and only paid you five bucks. And you should feel like a cheap slut because that's what majority of you are. You're cheap sluts to the government. You still got the government jizz leaking down your thighs because they raw-dogged you hard. It's a great mental image, isn't it? It's the fucking truth. You got played, man. The government's a fuckboy, and you got played. You got played, and we sat here. We were like that friend. We were that friend sitting there in the club with you with the drinks like, oh, baby, don't do it. Don't do it, girl. Mm -mm, Don't do it, girl. You don't want to go home with him. He don't look good. Mm -mm, No. No, honey child. Mm-mm. You did it. I made a call the next day. I, I didn't even know his n- name. His name's the government, and he just fucked you hard. This one got Bell's palsy. A little STI spread by the government. Folks, I don't feel bad. I sat here and I warned motherfuckers. Like, it wasn't just me. It was so many people out there, and you called us conspiracy theorists. You called us everything under the sun. And granted, I get that you have the movements like QAnon that really undermine us, people that are actually just common-sense, independent, critical thinkers. We're not sitting here saying, oh, they're turning the frogs. I'm not saying that. But I am saying, when you look at the government's history and what they've done to veterans in this country in regards to burn pit exposure, napalm from Vietnam or Agent Orange, and how they've covered shit up until it was really forced into the light, the government doesn't apologize to that generation. It's the next generation that gets the apologies, and there's no payouts because everybody that was affected is by and large dead to include the politicians. Ain't nobody apologizing to you. Talking about reparations. Get reparations from the government, from the businesses they closed down. To include black businesses, folks. Everybody. You want reparations? Let's get reparations for shit that really impacted every single one of us. Every single business that was shut down should get reparations from the government. Now, what does that mean? That means a socialist idea of our taxpayer money goes back to those businesses. Bothers you, right? Bothers me. But Democrats were okay with this. Make the left pay to freaking restart those businesses. Tax the shit out of them. Yeah, that wouldn't that be an interesting law? Wouldn't that be an interesting law that if you vote and that politician or that president takes office and say, for example, you go, say like you voted blue because you're retarded and you voted for Biden, God knows why, and we have the current economic situation that we're facing now, 
there should be a law that if the GDP hits a certain point and recession hits a certain point, then taxation, everyone that is registered to the party of the president has an increase in their taxes. You voted for it. Your guy fucked up. You should have to pay for it. I think that is completely fair. Think about that. Both sides are affected. Don't, don't you? I think that's fair. And you don't get to switch your vote either. What you voted is what you voted. I'm just saying. That'd be great. You'd really think about who you voted for at that point then. Then suddenly color wouldn't matter. Then suddenly sexuality or sex would not matter. All that matters is what are the qualifications of that political person, that politician, if you will. Oh, I'd love to see that. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Why? Because we're too busy sending billions to Ukraine. We're too, bil- we're too busy sending billions to Ukraine. We talked about the last show, another $12.4 billion now. I'm interested what Crenshaw has to say on this one. Now, Crenshaw and I disagree on this. Does anybody know what Crenshaw is saying about the amount that we're spending in Ukraine now? Because to me, I, I said this from the get-go, where's the line drawn? Where's the buck stop? How, how much are we going to donate? How much are we going to give? Meanwhile, you've got Russia over here. If you didn't know this, over the weekend, one of Putin's right-hand men, men rather, recommended low-yield nuclear weapons in Ukraine. You tracking that? You tracking that? Yeah, it's a real thing, folks. Putin freaking signed paperwork over the weekend, I believe, to annex Donbass and I think of two other towns that were already pro-Russian towns, annexed them back into Russian control. And during this, the guy said, being that we've suffered such catastrophic casualties because of this war, perhaps to make up for it, low-yield nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Jesus. That happens. It's World War III. Folks, can you imagine? I'm not trying to scare you, but this is a real possibility. And what if this actually comes to fruition? And look at the president that we've got now. Are you really trusting Biden to be a wartime president? All you fucking MSM retards out there that are sucking Biden's dick because they think it's better than Trump's. If something happens in Ukraine that initiates another world war, do you really, can you really sit there and tell me that you feel comfortable with this dementia-ridden dipshit being a wartime president? Hell no. All you're going to want is to get Trump back because you know Trump actually has the balls to make good on one. And again, I'm no Trump loyalist. You know I've criticized Trump on some of this, but I would much rather have Trump than Biden because if we still had Trump, we would not be in this mess. It is what it is. But going back to the point, Biden thanks the Coast Guard. I know I totally went off on a tangent on that when you get where I'm going. Thanks the Coast Guard. He's kicking out over the vaccine. President Joe Biden on Friday personally called to thank a Coast Guard rescue swimmer who was facing discharge over Biden's vaccine mandate for saving people's lives during Hurricane Ian. The White House publicized the call in a press release and Biden himself bragged about calling him. I told him how proud of him I was and thanked him for all the work he and his Coasties are doing to save lives, Biden said to his call of his call to an aviation survival technician, second class, Zach Loesch. The White House press release said he thanked Loesch and Lieutenant Commander Christopher Hooper for the heroic work that they and their Coast Guard colleagues have performed during search and rescue operations in response to Hurricane Ian. 
The president thanked them for saving the lives and asked for a report on the work that continues to rescue Floridians. He also asked if they needed any additional support that it can provide to accelerate successful rescues. They indicated they have not or they have gotten what they need to execute their vital mission, it said. That was Biden's subtle way of like, hey, if your governor can't take care of you, I can't. They just they just snubbed him. They just snubbed them. So we don't need anything from the feds. Stay out of it. I do got to give a shout out to New York. During one of those press briefings, DeSantis was talking. He was thinking about the states that send supplies. New York was one of them. I'm no fan of Eric Adams. But I have to admit, that was big of him. After the whole flying illegal immigrants to New York and Eric Adams shitting himself. I will, that's a grand gesture. It doesn't, it doesn't change anything about how I feel as far as Eric Adams is a leader. He's horrible. Black supremacist, 100%. Man, I kicked that cracker's ass. Remember that? Yeah. Still got elected. Apparently, racism doesn't matter on the left. It's only when it comes from somebody on the right. That's when it matters, right? Yeah. That's how it works. Despite Biden thanking Loesch for saving people's lives, Loesch is due to be kicked out from the Coast Guard in 30 to 60 days due to Biden's own mandate that all members of the United States Armed Forces be fully vaccinated, Loesch told Breitbart News on Saturday. So the swimmer told Breitbart News. Breitbart News was right behind President Biden saying, hey, man, Biden's just, he's just digging himself a hole, bro. You, this guy cannot rebound. He cannot. He tries to do a good gesture. By calling a Coast Guard uh, rescue swimmer. And what does it do? It blows up in your face. Dude, your shit has gotten so bad, you can do no right. Because you've done so much wrong. (laughs) Even the most simplest of gestures blows up in your face. What an idiot. What an idiot, folks. I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up. This is our president. Good Lord Almighty. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, good news for us. We're able to run ads on Truth Social and Rumble now. And that's right. We're putting together a package. We're going to start running our ads. So if you see Shell Shock pop up there, that's us. It's awesome, right? Just want to give them a shout out. Big thank you to Truth Social and Rumble. So far, so good. They're allowing us to run paid advertisements on their platforms. Whereas in before, big tech of the left would not allow that. Big thank you to them. That's awesome of them to actually allow us to do that. Again, Uh, supporting a small veteran-owned business made right here in America. No foreign imports. We really appreciate that. Again, that is shellshockcbd.com. Thank you to them for making that happen. Um, Possibly going to be running some ads on Tim Pool's show. We'll see how that goes. Uh, We hear Stone Cold Steve Austin is looking for some ads, looking to buy some ad space. Might be running some stuff over there. Big thank you for all those out there supporting us to allow us to pay for these types of advertisements because they're not cheap. They are not cheap. Shit. I'd love to get to that point one day. That'd be amazing. Six grand for a fucking read? Hell yeah. Seven grand, ten grand? You know, oh, but this shit, I can tell you. These people are making buku dollars, and good for them. You built the platforms. You've worked your ass off. Dude, I've heard of some companies offering 40 grand. That's nuts, but I love it. You built that. Fuck yeah, man. That's great. And then you have other people that actually have lower audiences that charge less. So, by the way, just a little entrepreneur advice here. If you're a small business, find some of these smaller podcasts and try to offer sponsorship deals with them. They reach a lower amount of audience, but they still reach people, and you pay less. 
and then you just slowly scale it up. Good for them. What else we got here? Oh, yeah. I saw this. This this dude, um, who is this guy, this clown? Um, he started, uh, Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner came out, and he was talking some stuff about Roe v. Wade being overturned. Another gay leftist Hollywood celebrity. Um, okay, you, you want to talk about real talk. I don't know if I really wanted to discuss this on today's podcast. It's Monday. I wanted to kind of keep it light, but fuck it. We're just going to get into the weeds on this one. Uh, I'll be honest with you. People are sick of the gay shit. Now, look, I'm more libertarian than anything. I don't give a fuck what you do or who you want to stick your dick in or who you want to love. The government should have no business in your bedroom or marriage for that matter, in my opinion. But people are tired. No, no, being gay is not normal in this society. It never will be to heterosexual people. It, It just never will be. It doesn't mean those people hate you. It's just not something that we really care to see. Look, I don't give a shit who you are. You want real talk? Let's talk real talk. When it comes to homosexuality... Two girls, that's hot as fuck. Two guys, even women are like, nah, just doesn't doesn't appeal to me. It just it's just masking on masking. Just not, I'm not knocking it. I'm not trying to criticize you. I'm not even saying that you're bad. That's not what I'm saying. We have to face certain realities and situations. And the reason I'm saying that is people, by and large, don't want to see male homosexuality on the big screen. We just don't. You ever seen that TV series Outlander? It's about the woman that goes back in time to like, I think it's like a World War II era. She travels back in time to Scotland back during the, uh, I, don't know, I don't think it's the Dark Ages, but whatever. When they were like, they were under hardcore British rule. I think it was during a revolutionary period. I forget what it was. Anyway, if you've seen this, and it started out as a really good show, really interesting. It's like, cool. But then you start watching it. And then one of the main characters is gay and he wants to fuck the other main gay or straight character. And there's a scene where this actually happens. And I'm sitting there. I was like, I, no, I can't. I can't watch this. I, I had to stop. Why is like, it's too much? It's literally soft core gay porn. It's like, this is no fucking gross. Can't do it. Can't do it. People don't want to see it. Now, other gay people do, and that's fine. I'm not knocking that. But what I'm saying, though, is by and large, society is comprised primarily of heterosexual people. So when you make a movie and it bombs, it's because the majority of those people don't really want to see anything related to something that makes them uncomfortable or they don't want to see. And I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. But if that offends you, too fucking bad. The numbers prove it. Let's read the article. Uh, homophobia. Math proves 95% of gays avoided Billy Eichner's movie, Bros. It's about homosexual. And honestly, here's the thing. It looks, it looks like a good comedy. I'm just not interested in it. It's about gay dudes. Like, okay, not, not a big thing. Uh, Billy Eichner is blaming homophobia for his humiliation box office flop, Bros. Except uh, the math proves that gay Americans also avoided bros in droves. Eichner's Bros, a gay romantic comedy filled with graphic gay sex, was given a wide release in 3,350 theaters with a $25 million budget production or budget and a marketing budget that must have at least tripled that. Universal treated bros like it was a rom-com starring a Sandra and Hugh. Additionally, woke critics lifted this sucker to a 91% fresh at Rotten Tomatoes. What more could Billy Eichner want? Well, now Eichner is mad because nobody showed up. Bros opened in fourth place to a humiliating $4.8 million. And who's the spiteful, spoiled Eichner blaming? Homophobes and the red states. Notch. Here's a couple of privileged crybabies over crying over tweets. Um... 
even with glowing reviews, great a green rot, or great Rotten Tomato scores, and a cinema score, said straight people, especially in certain parts of this country, just didn't show up for Bros, and that's disappointing. But it is what it is. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see Bros tonight. You see, this is what you people just don't seem to understand. This is what you don't get. People that didn't want to go see this movie aren't homophobic. Again, let's start with this. Phobic denotes the fear of homophobia, to be afraid of homosexual people. You conflate that fear with saying, I'm just not interested because I find it repulsive. How is that being afraid? How is that a bad thing? They simply don't have the same preferences as you. That's like saying somebody that prefers vanilla to chocolate has horrible taste. We all know tastes are different. And you want to label them like a racist or some shit like that. That's what you do. So this Billy Eichner dipshit, if you're really trying to get support, don't alienate the majority of the demographic that is heterosexual that you need to win or to make a movie successful. This ain't the way to do it. Don't, don't you notice a pattern? Vote for me or you're not black. Watch this movie or you're homophobic. Watch Marvel where the women scene, where they're all you women united shit, or you fucking, you're, you know, misogynist. You Democrats just don't seem to get or understand. We are sick and tired of you resurrecting this horse and beating the shit out of it to death over and over and over and over. And then you sit there and you clutch your pearls and you play victim when your movies bomb at the fucking box office because nobody gives a shit. And by the way, Hocus Pocus 2, everything I'm seeing and every review I'm reading says it is garbage. It is hot fucking garbage. You think pandering to the woke progressives are going to save you. Folks, I'm telling you, there will be a shift in Hollywood. You're going to see Hollywood shift away from leftist bullshit. Why? Because the movies continue to bomb. And when it comes to Democrats and liberal ideology and shit like that, money talks. Hollywood revolves around money. So if the money is not coming when following the woke progressive, they will go back to what is making them money. And this ain't it, bro. This ain't it. But it's going to take a while for them to understand uh, on a grand scale, how much money they're losing. Again, case in point, Top Gun Maverick destroyed box office. Nothing woke about it. It was a good American movie. But you want to push this shit? You're not going to get anywhere. Now, granted, yes. I'm not. Here's the thing. Good for you for making a gay romantic comedy. Yeah, you probably do need better represent, representation, or at least more representation in that niche. I'll give you that. Hey, good for you. There being a gay romantic movie does not bother me in the slightest. And honestly, I'll, I'll be real with you. It did look kind of funny. Like you were making light jokes about straight people. It was good to me. I was like, okay, I might watch that. I might. I'm, it's not going to be on those things of, I want to do. I was like, okay, this actually looks pretty good. It's not It's not like too, too on the nose. At least that's what I thought from the trailers. Now, people are saying there's like softcore sex in there. Never mind. But now all you've done... To someone like me, it says, now I'm really not going to watch it. Fuck you. Well, you see, you create enemies where enemies don't exist. Think, and I know this is, like, difficult for some of you to, like, really comprehend. What if you, like, adapted that whole, you know, you catch more flies with honey? What if you said, hey, maybe, you know, America just isn't, this, that's fine. But we always encourage them to come watch because it's just a good time for all. We're just gaining it up. Don't you think you would catch more flies, more viewers that way versus in you automatically just demonizing the opposing side? When are you going to learn that splitting the people is the dumbest thing you can do because you need them all? 
You need them all to be successful. But once again, these woke corporations, you just don't seem to learn. You don't seem to get it through your thick skulls. You don't get it. Stop going woke. The majority of the people don't want to see it. Now, if you want to make movies for just liberals, that's what you're doing now, and that's why your movies are bombing left and right. You want to make something that's going to make some money, go for both people and not so polarizing and stop with the overtones or the undertones or just the tones in general. Just shut the fuck up about all the woke bullshit. All right, well, that, well, that, well, that hate and bigotry spewing from Eichner might make some sense if gays had shown up to see bros, which they obviously didn't. Allow me to do the math. The American population is roughly 330 million. Per Gallup, America's gay population, lesbians, bisexuals, etc., lands at around 4.5%. So that means about 15 million Americans are alphabet people. Uh, Because this number is controversial, let's round it down to 10 million. So uh, you have 10 million homosexuals in America. How many of those 10 millions went to see bros? How about, LOL, less than 5%. Only around 500,000 people saw bros over the weekend. That's it. So Eichner is blaming homophobia for his moving flopping when less than 5% of the homosexual community even bothered to show up. The same rule of thumb applies towards feminism and the WNBA and shit like that. You scream for equality. You scream for equality. Equal representation. You get it. And your own community doesn't even give a fuck about showing up because, by and large, they might be of your community, but they don't necessarily support the same shit that you do. Nobody wants to see gay sex. Sorry. For women, yes. Men, no. And that's not discriminating towards gay people in general, more so men. So it's not homophobic. There's the fact that we don't want to see two dudes fucking. I'd rather, most women would rather see two women fucking. I mean, it's just the truth. Just putting that out there. So Eichner's blaming homophobia for his movie flopping when less than 5% went to actually see it. A whopping, <laughs> a whopping 95% of gays did not bother to see bros, and we know that number is actually higher. Not everybody who saw bros was gay. They might be gay now. <laughs> but they weren't before they saw the movie. Relax, Wendy. It's a joke. I fucking love it. Is this John Nolte again? Is this? Tell me this is a John Nolte article. It's a John Nolte. I fucking, this is like, look, I, I can always tell. It's like looking at a Kincaid. You can tell by the color where he's like, that's a Kincaid. This, you can tell, is a Nolte article. I like this. Um, <laughs> I like his common sense approach. Um, had just 20% of the gay population showed up, bros would right now be considered a hit. So why is Eichner raging against guys like me, the red states and the homophobes, when he can't even attract 5% of the gay population to show up for a stupid movie? I'll tell you why. He's an ignorant, bitter bigot who made a movie no one wants to see, not even gay people. Oh, it doesn't end there, folks. MSM's going to back their boy. New York Times article says homophobia cannot be ruled out in poor box office returns for bros. Again, how do you explain the fact that 95% of your own community didn't come to see the movie because they don't want to watch it? A New York Times article on the poor box office returns of the gay romantic comedy bros said homophobia cannot be ruled out. This is, again, this is liberalism. This is why we have a shitty economy because Democrats, by and large, will never acknowledge certain truths that they don't want to be truth because it goes contrary to the progressive stupid ideologies. People don't want to see gay sex. That's, that's all there is to it. Tough shit. 
You don't get to change that. That's just the way it is. So you either conform to that or you go down with that ship. Let your virtue sink you to the bottom of that cash pool. Go right ahead. Doesn't matter to me either way. But when you got the MSM coming to your rescue to try and save you, ah, it's not because they made a shitty movie. It's not because they didn't target a majority demographic. They went after an extreme minority. Now, that has nothing to do. It's because America is just homophobic. Did you really think that you were going to drop a movie about gay dudes and straight guys like me be like, oh, jeez, God, let's go watch this gay movie. Let's just, let's make a guy's night out. <laughs> How did you see this going? Like, did you really think this through? Did you sit there with your PR people and your advertisement people and sit there and say, wait a minute, um, you know, the majority of America is heterosexual, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to try and guilt trip them into watching this movie because if they don't, well, they just fucking hate gay people. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. That is the stupidest, stupidest shit I've ever heard. That is the gayest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> That's fucking gay. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. That's why veteran movies, by and large, don't usually do so good because the civilian populace don't get them. Unless they're like really good. Like saving Private Ryan and shit. You can't get mad when your movie that you're putting all this work and love into doesn't get hailed and acclaimed by communities that, number one, don't understand it, and number two, don't want to understand it. They don't want to see gay sex. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to see two dudes fudge packing. It's not attractive. It's just not. Two dudes kissing, not attractive. It's not. You can say it is. All you little rainbow warriors. He's like, oh, it's so natural. No, it ain't. You can, I, will, I will fucking die on this hill. And I got nothing against gay people. I don't give a fuck. I got a lot of gay friends. But the truth of the matter is two dudes kids are like, okay, that's just fucking weird, bro. That's just weird. Doesn't mean I hate him. I'm just not going to kiss him. So, <laughs> uh, But, you know, New York, what went wrong in this case? The Times Brooke Barnes reported... In going after the widest audience possible, bros may have fallen into a marketplace netherworld. No shit. Like, like, seriously, no shit. Too straight for gay audiences and too gay for straight ones. Some analysts po uh, posited. Uh, several longtime film distribution executives noted that Eichner can be polarizing as a comedic personality and his star power, at least on movie theater marquees, or marquees is minimal. And, of course, homophobia cannot be ruled out. Bros fails at box office as Smile arrives at number one. The Times noted Universal poured considerable resources into the movie, spending upwards of $40 million on promotions alone. On promotions alone? In your box office opening weekend, you did $4 million? Oh, my God. You're done. You're done. You lost your ass on that one. <laughs> uh, the money talks, folks. That's right, Eichner. Embrace the homophobia. The straights have said. The, the straights have spoken. Man, you, you really don't want our money, man. You really don't say, I don't want those homophobics money. Well, you need our money to survive because you just bombed, bro. More, more, one or two more of these and you're done. You're fucking done. You ain't producing shit anymore. And investors going to look at you and the history of what you do and say, ah, no, you can't produce hits. I mean, 
Hey, double down all you want, man. And that's what I think he's doing right now. He's trying to use this to, like, in the future, when he wants to go to another investor to, like, do a movie with, like, hey, look, this is why this bomb, because Americans are homophobic by and large. Has nothing to do with the fact that you just, you suck at reading the room. Look, I understand that a lot of people, a lot of writers out there have a story they want to tell. I get it. But when it comes to movies and screenwriting and shit like their screenplays, you've got to be writing something that, you, that you're going to get a lot of people wanting to see. It's going to resonate with a lot of Americans. If it's going to be a big, big production, really. I mean, if you're going to pour like a minimal amount, then yeah, that's fine. When you're putting millions upon millions upon millions into this, I mean, it'd be like Marvel making a women-only superhero movie. It would bomb. It would tank. Men aren't going to want to watch it. Hell, women aren't even going to watch it because they know it's not entertaining. And then you sit there and you wonder why you bomb at the box office. This is why. Well, it's not without its own comedic effect. Billy Eichner gets ripped on Twitter for fuming at straight people not coming to see bros. Eichner's gay rom-com bros tanks the box office. Billy Eichner was mocked on Twitter for complaining that straight people didn't go see his film while also warning homophobes to skip it. Ooh, you're really... Oh, look at you. You're making some serious points. If you're homophobic, don't go watch my movie. Ooh, you really showed them, Eichner. You really showed them. Hey, if you don't like gay people, you don't get to go watch my gay movie. Um, I don't think that that landed as well as you wanted it to. I don't think that was the point you were trying to make. And if it was, you're pretty stupid. <laughs> oh my god if you're a racist don't watch my racist or my racist hating movie like, like what okay okay like <laughs> i don't think you're offending the audiences that you're wanting to offend by telling them if they don't like gay people don't come see your movies like okay i wasn't gonna watch it anyway but fine <laughs> despite the film struggling to attract I mean, I feel, i'm not the smartest dude in the world but fuck even i'm looking at this going like this is this is really going the way you want it to eichner like, are you really thinking this one through? Because I don't think you are. Either way, the comedian stars in the Judd Apatow production are produced LGBT romantic comedy Bros, which tanked at the box office. The film cost $22 million to make, but only earned a whopping $4.8 million its opening weekend, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Despite the film struggling to attract audiences, Eichner urged some people not to go see his movie. Leading up to the film's premiere, the actor touted positive reviews of the film, along with a scornful message to those who didn't see the film. Sorry, homophobes, he tweeted several times. When the film opened, he again warned homophobes to skip the film. Bro, you look gay as fuck, and you sound gay as fuck. <laughs> oh my god, what, what, what a bunch of losers. You don't get to come into our gay club. <laughs> well, shit. Damn. You mean the majority of the people in this population that spend the most of the money and you're you're trying to okay, bro. Meanwhile, like imagine fighting this imaginary enemy to make yourself feel good. Like you struck a blow for LGBT rights. Ha ha ha! I've made this pro-LGBT movie, and you homophobes, you don't get to watch it. Meanwhile, you're hemorrhaging money. You are upside down. You have literally lost money in this. And you're touting as if this is some type of gay victory? <laughs> All this reminds me is that scene from that movie, Kung Pao, Entered the Fist, remember that? And gets in that fight with the dude. He's like, all right, 
the object of this match is free for me to lose. And you're like, he's so proud. He's like, ha ha, your fist meets my face. Ha ha ha. You're like, wait, no, that's, that's not the way a fight works. Like you want to win. And the guy's like taking pride in losing. That's what this idiot's doing right here. And the fact that you're gay is just a cherry on top. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see bros tonight. You'll have a great blast. And it is special and uniquely powerful to see this particular story on a big screen, especially for queer folks who don't get this opportunity often. I love this movie so much. Go bros, he tweeted. Uh, Philadelphia, Tom Hanks, back in the what, 80s? What, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Romantic comedy? Probably not. But don't tell me that you have not had accurate representation of homosexuals in Hollywood. My God, you've had some of the biggest fucking names out there. Marlon Brando even said he was bisexual. Even in the black and white days, Rock Hudson, gay as AIDS. That's true. You've had accurate representation. Now, granted, a lot of them were closeted because at the time it was very taboo. But especially in modern times, you can't even turn on your screen without seeing a gay fucking character. What are you talking about? You have equal representation, and annoyingly so. For being roughly 5% of the population, there's like somebody gay or bi in every fucking cartoon or movie these days. That's why mainstream media really preaches as if like there's LGBT people everywhere. It's like, no, you're actually a very small community. And I'm not knocking that, but when we talk about accurate representation, that's accurate. You ain't everywhere. It's more straight people. And then you sit there and wonder why straight people don't want to see your gay shit. <clears throat> Lowered a few octaves there. Got a little carried away. Went a little light. Doesn't take fucking rocket science. I mean, come on, man. Ah, uh, and this Billy Eichner douche. That's just the world we live in, unfortunately. Even with glowing reviews, great Rotten Tomato scores, and a set... Well, you know, come on, dude. You know why they gave you great scores? Are you really living in that much denial? Because you're fucking gay. It's a gay movie. If they give you bad reviews, the same monster that you gay people have helped create will eat them. Don't talk bad against the blacks or the gays or the women, because if you do, you're getting canceled. Doesn't even have to say anything about their sexuality, just that the movie sucks. Oh, well, you've already accused people that don't want to go see it as being homophobes. So what are you going to accuse people that give you rotten fucking reviews of being? Is this really any shock to you that you hold people captive? You put guns to these people's heads? And the people are like, yeah, whatever, fuck you. You get mad at. But other people see that you're willing to do that and they don't want anything to do with you or they're not going to be honest with you or they're afraid of you. Now, granted, by achieving a certain um, uh, or, or having a certain act positive being committed, for example, great reviews when your movie clearly sucks, but you were afforded that opportunity or you were afforded that great review based upon your sexuality, is that not gay privilege? As you Democrats have told me repeatedly as a heterosexual white person, if I am afforded certain opportunities or certain acts based solely upon the color of my skin and nothing to do with my personality or my character, that by definition, in your opinion, is white privilege. So if we flip the script and do something in regards of homosexuality and you have a shitty homosexual based movie, yet you received great reviews when clearly that is not true because the audience money talks louder than anything. Well, then by and large, was it not achieved, those good reviews achieved, from you just being gay? So therefore, how is that not gay privilege? 
But do you see how that gay privilege actually did a disservice to you? Those critics lied to you. So all they've done is made you think, well, it's not me, it's them. Therefore, you're never going to improve in your movie making. Instead, you're going to double down and you're going to make another flop and you're going to double down again. So those critics, realistically, they're enablers and they're not your friends because they certainly do not represent, by and large, the majority of America, which is what, what most critics should be doing. Because then the majority of the people are not going to be agreeing with the critics. It's a critic's job to be the representation of the majority of the people out there. Otherwise, they're worthless. If a critic, if I see a critic's review over a certain movie that looks really good and they give it a very poor review and then I go watch the movie and it's an amazing movie, I am never going to listen to that critic again. And eventually, that critic's not going to have a job. Sorry to tell I'm just, I'm, it's just the truth, folks. It's just the truth. You can hate Daddy Burke all you want, but it's the fucking truth. So this, this dude needs to wake up, get the dick out of your ears, and listen. Some common fucking sense. They'll double down. They'll blame it on homophobia, blah, 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 blah. Then you have Noam Bloom says, ha, ha, suck at homophobes three times. What the fuck, the homophobe? Yeah, again, he, he's patronizing these people. Noam Bloom is posting clips from this movie of gay scenes. And so he's saying, as if he's being uh, this Eichmann douchebag or Eichner, whatever he says, ha ha, suck at homophobes, ha ha, suck at homophobes, ha ha, suck at homophobes. What the fuck? The homophobes didn't see my movie. You're sitting there coming after us, even in the opening week of your movie, and now you, you're, you're expecting us to go see your movie? Hell no. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis aide Christina Pusha also mocked, buy my product or else you're a bigot. I love that. <laughs> Even the Santos's crew is making fun of you. <laughs> I love it. They don't give a fuck. I love that we have reached that level of equality in America where even the gay boys can get made fun of now. That's true equality, folks. You've got equality because now you're getting joked at, and that's black people, you're up next. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're up next. You think comedy's dead? It ain't dead. It's coming back. And it's going to be 10 times worse. And you that are so easily offended, oh my God, you might as well just go off and fucking suck start a shotgun because you ain't going to make it. You ain't going to make it. Making fun of racism again? Fuck yeah. That's true comedy. Richard Pryor, that's fucking comedy. Come on, folks. Nobody wants to see your woke bullshit. It's not funny. You're not funny. You ruined it. You've ruined everything, especially dark comedy. That's why your shit flops. Meanwhile, you got Andrew Schultz out there. First joke in five minutes about wetback Mexicans, and you're sitting there laughing your fucking ass off. He talks about nutting on her back, and that makes her a wetback. Funny as shit. Comedy that brought us together. That even Mexicans are like, hey, he's right, man. He's fucking right. Well, that's the funny shit. But instead, what Democrats love doing is you love isolating so much and segregating so much based upon these what you think are fundamental differences that make us unique little snowflakes. And then you wonder why nobody wants to be together, why nobody wants to come together, why we can't have good brotherly fellowship, because you isolate and segregate. Hardcore. We have this community. I have never seen so many fucking communities in my entire goddamn life. I didn't even know these communities existed. I thought we were just humankind. I thought we were just Americans. But apparently now, everyone has to have this community. This community over here. This community over here. This community. This community. Like, oh my God. Don't say this or you offend that community. Don't make a fat joke or you offend the fat community. Don't make a skinny joke or you offend the bulimic community. There is no community that you will not offend. So here's a good rule of thumb. Fuck them all. 
It's a great way to live your life. Fuck them all. Make fun of them all equally. What are they going to do? Especially the fat ones. Run? Fuck no. Energy crisis over in Europe told to prepare for long, cold winter ahead. We've covered that one before. All right. I'll end it with this. This is an interesting article. Um, I don't know how many fishermen I have that listen to the show. I imagine a lot of veterans and a lot of veterans are from the South and they love the outdoor stuff. Uh, there was this video going around on Instagram this weekend and the article is called Fisherman Caught Cheating During Tournament as Crowd Gets Ugly. If you've not seen this video, number one, this is like a Southern thing. This is the good old boys. These are backwoods, country folk. They love fish, not all of them, but you get where I'm going. That's the type of crowd, good old boys, your word is your, your, your bond, honor amongst men, yada, yada, yada. That's how it is, all right? In that community, in another community. we got a fishing community, apparently. So you don't fucking cheat. You were raised better than that. Your mama did a better job raising you. Well, in this video, you hear an audience surrounding this one dude, who apparently is the culprit, looking down at somebody else uh, with holding the fish he caught in a box, a little crate. And he's picking the fish up, gutting it, opening up, and little weights are falling out. Little, little fucking looks like iron balls, iron weights. This guy would catch these fish and stuff weights through their mouth. Also, fillets. He would buy other fish fillets and cram it down the fish's mouth to make it, to make it way more. Now, I saw this video. I was like, okay, that's fucked up. But no, this dude apparently has won tournaments, and he's cheated. Um, a pair of fishermen were stripped of their $5,000 tournament win after judges in Ohio discovered that they had put lead weights inside their catch, also faced the wrath of a furious crowd on Friday, according to a video of the scene. Chase Kaminsky from Pennsylvania and Jake Runyon from Ohio initially won the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Championship in Cleveland, Ohio's Gordon Park, on September 30th. They were awarded a $5,000 prize for their big win. The duo's catch weighed in at 33 pounds, nearly double what their nearest competitor had caught, according to the Daily Mail. But the extreme difference in weight spread apparently caused concern. And the tournament director, Jason Fisher, soon decided to gut one of the fish entered by Runyon and Kaminsky. That is when the weight of the matter began to sink in. Inside the fish, the judge found lead sinkers, and it was realized that the two fishermen stuffed the weights inside their catch to make them weigh more so they could get the win and win the tournament. After cutting the fish open, Fisher abruptly announced to the crowd, we got weights on the fish, and the crowd was not happy about being duped. Folks in the crowd began suggesting that the fishermen be arrested for attempted theft of the prize money, and Fisher angrily wondered how many other tournaments these two cheaters had won, and Ryanston stood by, stone-faced and silent. It turns out it could be quite a few events they rigged. Nevertheless, these two suspected cheaters have a long list of first prize wins under their belts, and one of their wins was a big deal. Kaminsky and Runyon won the Blaster Walleye Fall Brawl and the Walleye Slam to earn the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Championship in December of last year, and the prize money came at a whopping $306,000, Sports Tiger reported. The pair have won other tournaments in which boats were prizes, too. Unsurprisingly, since Fisher's outing, the two have been banned from Ohio's Lake Erie Walleye Trail Championships pending more investigation into their past wins. There have been other allegations lodged at the pair, too. The mail added that the two were accused of hiding previously caught fish and adding them to the fresh catch at the Ross Walleye Roundup, causing even more suspicion. Like, these dudes are some fucking cheaters, man. Good Lord. I just saw this. I saw the guys gutting the fish. Let me see if this video shows it. Yeah, you see these guys pull them up. Man, they are screaming at this guy. 
He's just standing there. I guess this is where they're weighing the fish. They're watching it now. Yep, they're putting them down. Yeah, pretty much shows what happens there. You, you can Google the article. It's out there. But good Lord, these guys like cheated by adding weights to fish, and they've made bank. Bank. But if you go watch the video, that crowd turned ugly fucking quick. Even I was like, those dudes are about to get their asses beat. They're about to get the shit kicked out of them. Because those redneck boys, they don't play around. They do not fucking play with. That is one group of people you do not fuck with. Those dudes, you're going to get a country ass whooping. I mean, it's the truth. It's crazy, huh? I never, I never knew that you could do stuff like that. Again, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fisherman, but you get where I'm going on that. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. Hey, if you like today's episode, if it made you think, made you laugh, made you cry, whatever the case may be, do me a favor. Hit that share button. Tell your friends. And also, don't forget, we are giving away combo deals of our Tipsy's Body Works, the Aftershave, and the Cologne. If you sign up to be a Patreon member on the All-American Savage Patreon, $10 Patreon tier, you get this bundle for free. I send it to you. If you want something autographed, we'll do that too. Again, it's just patreon.com slash Show. The $10 tier supports the show. Uh, as you know, we got banned on fucking... Twitch. We lost all of our subscribers, shit like that. Here is the link. I'm posting it on the YouTube chat. Let's go over to Rumble chat. Love my Rumble family, my Lost Savages over here. It is patreon.com slash show. Go check it out. $10. Get you a bundle valued at roughly 40 bucks, and you get to support the show. We cannot thank you enough. Until tomorrow, folks, as always, make sure you go check out shellshockcbd.com. Until tomorrow afternoon, we will see you right back here on the All-American Savage Show podcast. And until then, you stay savage, America.